In this video, we're going to be talking about seven biggest intermediate fasting common mistakes that keep you fat and that make your intermediate fasting fail. So hopefully you'll be able to avoid them so you can get all of the benefits of fasting. I wish I knew them all when I first started with fasting about eight years ago. So make sure you watch this video to the very end so you don't repeat my mistakes. Now, fasting is simple. It means not eating, right? But the thing is, there are so many little variables that come into play that might trigger a metabolic response or might trigger an insulin response to the point that it can really kick us out of the fasting. In order to understand how we can get the biggest benefits uh, out of the fasting, we need to take a look at what exactly the common mistakes that people make when they're fasting. But before we go there, please make sure you hit this red subscribe button and also smash this bell icon so you will be notified straight to your phone anytime I release a new video talking about intermittent fasting and weight loss. Now, first common mistake mostly related to people who are just starting out with intermittent fasting and this is making drastic changes. You see, if you normally eat every three to four hours and then suddenly shrink your eating period to an eight hours or even four hours window, you likely feel uh, hungry all the time and discouraged. Some people quit if they start out by fasting for too many hours without an adjustment period from a previous eating style. So what I personally recommend is to start with your new fasting regimen slowly. Maybe try to fast for 12 hours at first and then if you feel good, move to 14 hours fast and slowly increase it to whatever your fasting window goal is and I talk more in detail on how to stick to intermediate fasting with two actionable ways in this video right here so later you can check it out the number two common mistake is adding creamers in your coffee and tea it seems pretty logical that if you were going to be adding something that has calories like a creamer milk or almond milk to your coffee or especially sugar that kind of makes it a food right but most people don't really want to look at this uh, this way they think okay it's coffee it's tea it's liquid so it's not actually breaking my fast right no that's not the case if you put creamer and i mean even a half a tablespoon of low calorie almond milk that has about 12 calories you are breaking your fast MCT's oils and things like that also break your fast. Now, fasting is not eating. And if you get calories, that means you are eating, even if it comes as a liquid. Anytime you're getting those calories, you're stopping the process of burning stored energy and converting over to the process of using food energy. And we don't want that. Mistake number three is overeating when your fast ends. It can be easy to overeat when a fast ends, either because you're feeling starving or you justify yourself that you're making up for lost calories. But this can backfire if you're fasting for weight loss and also cause other problems like stomach aches, it causes your indigestion and inflammation. So how to fix it? Well, plan your meals ahead. Prepare a healthy meal that's ready for you when your fast ends. I recommend breaking your fast with about three ounces of bone broth to pre-warm your digestive system, sort of speak, and then have about four ounces of lean meat like white uh, fish, shrimps or lean chicken breast. And in about one or two hours, you can go ahead and have your normal sized meal with lots of veggies and again, make sure you prepare it in advance so you hopefully don't overeat. And I talk lots more in detail about how to break your fast in this video right here. So go ahead and after finishing this current video, you can find all of the links to mentioned videos in the description down below. 
Okay, I know a lot of you guys who are watching right now like to do workout and different types of sports and I also know that a lot of you guys like to use different supplements such as brain chain amino acids. And this leads us to mistake number four is consuming brain chain amino acids. And before you guys will stop this video and start typing in the comments that I'm crazy, let me kick this one off with scientific research so that it makes sense and I have some credibility. There was a 2011 study that took a large group of young men and they looked at a few things. They were looking at amino acid levels, they were looking at energy substrate levels, and they were looking at insulin levels during a fast. So what they did is on day one they brought them all uh, in and they took their baseline blood work. Then they made them fast and after that they checked their fast blood work for the next seven hours. They checked it every hour and determined where everything was fine. So then five days later they had these same people come back to do the exact same thing. Take a baseline test followed by seven uh, subsequent tests. Except this time they gave them five grams of brunt chain amino acids at the beginning of their fast. Well guess what? The studies end up showing that when they had the branched chain amino acid, they had increased levels of insulin. They had these spikes throughout the day. What that means is although it's a small insulin spike, brain chain amino acids do break a fast. Since we are talking about fasting, it's black and white. And if you have insulin spiking, you're breaking your fast, period. Okay, before we go to the next common intermittent fasting mistake, I want you first of all like this video to support this channel and I want to ask you a question. What was your biggest mistake when it comes to fasting? Is it adding creamer to your coffee or is it taking BCAA? Let me know in the comment section down below this video. Let's move to the next one. Mistake number five is not getting enough minerals. I'm talking about minerals such as salt, magnesium, potassium. These are so critical when you are fasting. You see, minerals don't really affect your metabolism in terms of calories in, calories out. We have to make sure that we're still getting our minerals in, especially if you are consuming extra water during a fasting period. And I do recommend drinking a lot of water during fasting because it will help our body to detox. But when you drink lots of water while fasting, you lose most of the minerals with urine. Minerals are so critical for cellular function and for the electrical signals that our brain is sending throughout our bodies. And if we don't have them, we can't function well. But there is an added benefit to making sure you get enough sodium and I highly recommend you add just like a quarter teaspoon or maybe a half a teaspoon to your water. So what I personally do is Every morning uh, I have a huge glass of water right after waking up and I add a half a teaspoon uh, of sea salt to it. Remember, we don't want to use uh, ordinary salt, we only use pink Himalayan salt or sea salt. And what this is going to do is it's going to help nutrients and toxins flow in and out. This will make sure that cell can breathe, can eat, can waste and can detoxify. Mistake number six is eating the wrong foods in your eating window. Fasting for 16, 18 or even 24 hours doesn't give you permission to deep dive into a deep dish pizza, bunch of candies or a few glasses of wine during the hours you do eat. Those foods and drinks will spike and crash your insulin levels, sending you on a blood sugar roller coaster that leaves you hungry and moody during your fasting hours. When you eat matters, but so does what you eat. 
during your eating hours, ensure you are getting plenty of fiber, protein, and good fats from sources like vegetables, avocado, quality grass-fed, grass-finished meats, and wild fish, so some nuts and seeds. Coconut and olive oil would be also a great way to go. Mistake number seven is letting intermittent fasting dictates your life. Sometimes people forget that intermittent fasting is not all about cutting your breakfast and shifting your eating window close to your dinner. Intermittent fasting can be done quite the opposite way. So you can fast from morning to morning instead of from dinner to dinner. Meaning instead of skipping your breakfast, try to skip your dinner and have your breakfast instead. And what it gives you is a lot of more flexibility when it comes to your life. Now you can go and have a great picnic with your family instead of saying, uh, I'm fasting, so please forgive me, I will not go. Don't let fasting rule your life. You might be forced to say no to birthday parties because you are fasting. In this case, it might not be enjoyable uh, or sustainable long term. So shift your schedule forward or backward by a few hours on a days when you've got plans with friends so you can still enjoy socializing. Intermittent fasting, it's a lifestyle and it has to fit into life's special occasions. So intermittent fasting can and should be flexible. So it's time to sum things up. Seven intermittent fasting common mistakes that keep you fat are making drastic changes in your life, it's adding creamers in your coffee and tea, it's overeating when you're fast ants, it's consuming branching amino acids, and you also might not be getting enough minerals. You might be eating the wrong foods in your eating window. And lastly, letting intermittent fasting dictates and rule your life. That's it for today, guys. If you like this video, then don't forget to hit this like button. And if you want to learn even more about intermittent fasting and how to do it the right way, check this place right here. And click on this avatar icon so you can subscribe and never miss a beat. See you later.